don't have a cough button. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, it's the Fantasy Football Junkies podcast, and it's available to you only at 997themix.com and the Fantasy Football Junkies podcast page on Facebook. So, real quick, we've already had one hiccup. Calvin, when you hear music coming through your phone, you need to shut up, all right? You just need to be quiet, brother. You don't need to talk at all because everything is picked up when the phones are live. All right, buddy? He's not going to talk at all now, Spank. I, I, well, you called him like Kama. Awkward, you went awkward. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I, I called him the wrong name. So, hey, it's Bonzi, yeah. it's Spanky, and Kalina live on the Fantasy Football Junkies. It's Chris Kellner. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we're, we're already starting this podcast off with a bang. And, guys, this is how it's going to be. Um, a lot of inside jokes. You guys are going to have no idea what we're talking about. Um, but we will get to the tips and tricks and uh, what's going to make you a champion with fantasy football. And I've got two of my closest pals with me right now, and, I, and I'm happy and excited, honored to have both these guys. And these two guys right here, when it comes to fantasy sports, well, yeah, I'd say fantasy sports for Kalna. He's he's pretty versatile on all sports. You know, the um, the fantasy basketball, baseball, hockey, ping pong, uh wives girlfriends yeah fantasy world he's he really does live in that world a lot but um spanky again top top fantasy football uh brain that i just really respect and if i ever have advice or information that i need i'm going to go to these two guys spanky and kalna so guys this is a lot of fun this is our first one again and we're going to do this every week and the goal is to have it posted when the regular season starts the goal is to have the fantasy football junkies podcast posted by noon on thursday so we can get all that information to you before that thursday night football game and um Kyle, are you okay now with that because i know you were really freaking out about when the podcast was going to go up well, it just makes sense to have it eventually during the season on a Thursday as opposed to right. after the first football game of the week. Right. A lot of things make sense, but you don't do a lot of things that make sense. But Spanky, um, hey buddy, host of the Lion's Den podcast. Uh, he's been doing it now for how many years, Spank? How many, how many years have you been doing this now? Almost two. But I think you got my me- resume mixed up with somebody else. <laughs> I don't. You gave me some accolades there in the, in the intro that I don't know. I don't know if I can live up to those. You will, you will. Don't don't sell yourself short, man. You've got you've got a, you've got a big uh, a big resume. You've got more championships than I do. I don't know if Calna has any championships, but you know what? He is one of the guys that always goes to the playoffs, right? Uh, oh boy, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, that. really quick. I, I, I mean, real quick, real quick. No, let me real real quick. Did, have you ever won a twelve man five hundred dollar league rotisserie? No, those aren't okay. real leagues. Those okay. aren't real leagues. We'll talk about the real leagues later, but th- not, that's not a real league. Um, <laughs> guys, this is already starting off on the right foot. I love it because this is what people want. They want this uh, this 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 tomfoolery, uh, you know, to lighten things up a little bit because fantasy football people do take it serious, and we've got one of the most serious fantasy footballers on the phone. Uh, Kalna every single week will be that guy. Okay, so if, if you're ever worried that you're taking fantasy football way too serious. Kalna is the guy that will prove that you're still okay and that you're sane. He definitely will keep you in check. Spanky has been a commissioner of a league. 1994, was that the first one, Spank? 
1990. Uh, well, the league started in 98. I took over in year 2000, I believe it is, so going on 21 years. Well, why do I remember our senior year in high school in the locker room, like looking at a newspaper trying to figure out stats? Because we I were going to Deuce Daily. What was that? High school fantasy football. Okay, okay, very good. So, guys, again, we're going to start these off on on on, on Thursdays. This will be up probably a Friday, just because I got to make sure I can edit everything that Callan is going to mess up here today. Uh, but he will get better, I promise. Spanky's a pro. Um, again, guys, this is for beginners, middle of the road fantasy people, and the experts. And I think that's what we can really bring to the table, guys, better than anybody. Um, especially since you know, I don't, I don't, I don't put myself in that Spanky and Kalna fantasy football knowledge. I mean, I'm going to be honest, and I and I was honest when I started the fantasy football 101. I use a lot of prep sites. I, I mean, I, I I use a lot of those prep sites to help me with my fantasy football because I can't, you know, I have a life and I can't be like Kalna and and just sit there and 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 pay that much attention to it. But Kalna, you are, I would say, a tier one A plus fantasy football manager. So. That's the only props I'm going to give to you, and then I'm never going to say it again. Well, we have that. <laughs> Spank, you're saying Otherwise, this has been a roast so far. <laughs> you're the same way. I, I really respect your knowledge. And most of this knowledge, guys, is going to come from Spanky and Cal. Now, I'm just going to sit here and, and try to let these guys talk and give you the insights on what's going on because they really do get the inside information that sometimes I have not even seen on these prep sites. So, again... Um, you know, whether you guys are winning or losing, whether you guys have a boom week or a bust week, we're going to make sure that you guys are taken care of. And we were kind of discussing again, how we were going to start off with week one. And I think week one guys, this first podcast is really just kind of an introduction to who we are and what we're going to be given. Um, we do want to rank some positions today just to kind of get a feel on what people really want. Uh, do they want to hear the top 10 positions, the top 25 positions? Do they want to hear our rankings? Do they want to hear, hey, who's on whose team now? You know, because uh, watching the NFL live training camp stuff, there are several players. Real quick, I'll just go to Kalna first, and then I'll go to Spanky after Kalna. But Kalna, who, who is a player right now in 2021 that stands out to you who's on a different team than, than they were the year before? Julio Jones, to me, has to be the number one. He's going to Tennessee. And with A.J. Brown there already as established number one, one of those guys are going to take a hit in fantasy numbers because they run the ball so much in their 30th in passing attempts last year. They're going to change their offense a little around Julio, but still one of those guys are going to take a hit in fantasy numbers, if not both. Right, and, and Julio Jones, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to do top uh, 20, what do we say, top 10, top 15? How many, how many wide receivers did we say we're going to rank today, guys? I thought it was going to be 12. Okay, you yeah, you're right, but 12. Yeah, we'll do 12 wide receivers today. Does Julio Jones make it in your top 12, Kalna? No, sir. No, sir. No. Okay. Well, we'll get to that here in just a bit. What about you, Spank? Who's the one player that's on a different team this year that people really need to be aware of? I don't know that I have somebody that switched teams up, but I don't want to go too far off of the Julio Jones thing. I have never been a, a fan of Julio. I don't know why. I don't know if his injury history always scared me, but I don't see the value that a lot of people were seeing in it. But I, before you get too far in it, I think you're giving me and is Kalina or Kalina. I got to make sure that I get that straight. I don't want it to you know mess it up, but. I think you're giving us a little too much credit. I think you're the pro in all of this because 
because you have the the fantasy one on one that you had before under your belt. So I don't think you should sell yourself short. Nah, I'm a professional talker. My- I'm a professional talker. You guys are the brains of this operation, and and, that, and it's going to continue to be that way during the fantasy football junkies. I, I'm surprised neither one of you guys brought up, and, and maybe maybe because it's not a big deal, but I just keep seeing this when I go to these prep sites. Jared Goff is a name that's coming up a lot. Do either one of you guys think that's a big deal that he's on a different team? I think it's Why, a huge what did deal. He do before? What did he do? What did he do in L.A. that outside of one Super Bowl? But what did he do to? A, well, him and Stafford could be in the same boat. But what did either one? Stafford has had a longer career, more consistent. So why did Detroit let him go? And then why did they want Jared Goff in that deal? I don't understand why the love, personally, for for, for Jared Goff myself. And you and you, so Conley, you said it. You think it is a big deal. <clears throat> I think it's a big deal, as in it's a downgrade for Goff because he lost weapons in Detroit. Galladay's gone to the Giants. Marvin Jones is out of there. That. Obviously, it's going to affect his numbers, which have never been great fantasy-wise. But Stafford, I think, is going to a place where they're going to open up their offense, and they're actually going to throw the ball more, and it's going to benefit Stafford. He's yeah. a more accurate passer. Yeah. He's got a bigger arm than Goff. He's just going to be better overall for Matt Stafford. Yeah, I, I agree with that a, a, a lot, guys. And, and, and so we've, we've covered a couple of things here so far. So if you're listening to this podcast, okay, and you have a question or you guys uh, want to hear more about something, please... Uh, leave that on our Facebook page, okay? The Fantasy Football Junkies, leave that there. Or you can email us at the uh, Fantasy Football Junkies podcast at gmail.com and uh, link to the email is on the Facebook page as well. Um, all right, so let's get into it, fellas. Let's get into it. And, 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 and we're going to start off with tight ends today. You know, we're going to go with our top 10 tight ends uh, uh, for 2021. And so, again, the way we're going to do this is, Calna, you're going to go first. Spanky, if you agree with his top you know his top spot is his, his, you know his number one. I'll just go through it. I'll say yeah, I agree as well. Maybe throw in a couple of different comments or bits, but uh, Conley, you go ahead and start running the show on this one for your for the top ten tight ends because again, tight ends are such a different position for every single league. Some people might be saying right now, well, we don't even use tight ends, but then other people might be saying, oh my gosh, tight ends are huge in our league. If you don't have a good tight end, you're not going to win your league. Um, Kyle, I know you take part in both types of leagues. Spanky, I know you've been in both types of leagues as well. Um, it is tight end. If you had to, I'm, I'm going to ask you both this before we rank these top 10 count on a scale of one to 10, 10 being that you really, really, really need to have a good tight end. How important is it to have a tight end on your team? Well, if you have to, if it's a league there, you have to start a tight end. It's very important, especially today with the discrepancy of the top three tight ends top four almost, especially the top three, but all the way down, it, it, there's such a significant drop-off from those top three to, I mean, with with the way that it is, Kelsey, I'm obviously I'm not, I'm not going to tease it, he's the number one tight end. I mean, just ahead, he's way above the other guys. And he only scored less than De- Devontae Adams. Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs last year. Right. So on a scale so of one to ten, so on a scale of one to ten, Kelsey. On a scale of one to ten, you're saying that it's important to have a tier one tight end on your team if it's Travis Kelsey. If it's Travis Kelsey and you're in a league that has 
tight end. If you're in a league that doesn't, it obviously takes a little less premium off the tight end. Okay, Spanky, if you don't have to start a tight end in your league, how important is it to have one of these guys on your team? It just really depends on the other people in your league and how that on how the draft unfolds itself. I, as you guys both know, in the main league that I run, I have never been a fan of having to start a league. So one thing you asked us to do to prep this stuff, and you guys are talking way too serious for for a, a, a Thursday morning. For, I mean, you guys are, are like you guys got suit and ties on and everything, but it's it's not fun to have to do something. Now I agree with 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 Kalma's. If you are in a league that does start a tight end, then yes, obviously you do, and you have to play that into your draft strategy when to strike on a top tight end. Because in my opinion, it's very it was very difficult. I came up with ten, and that's a push for me. Right? Yeah. If you for don't, sure. If you if you can't get uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, uh, maybe even a uh, uh, Darren Waller, it, it's the the in my opinion, it starts to thin out way too quickly. Well, That's why I have always been a fan of the tight end slash wide receiver, wide receiver yeah. position that you can have, the option to have that. <laughs> and I've always been. We draft these players to do good, and it's kind of another point right. that, that we'll roll in. We draft these players to do well for us. Why not give us all the best opportunity to put the best team out there each and every week and not be forced to start a player just because it's only slotted a tight end and have to suffer and miss out on those points when you can get a maybe a second tier, third tier wide receiver, and especially in a PPR league, <laughs> right. to get those points that a, that a tight end is just not going to get in an offense. Right. You can tell who's been doing a podcast for a couple of years. We both love to talk spank. Callen is keeping it quick and sweet, and I love that, man. So, okay, let's get to our, our top 10 tight end positions. Again, Callan, we'll start with you. Spanky, if you agree, just go ahead and say, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Maybe make a couple of points and then we'll move on. But if there's a disagreement, maybe we can chat about it a little bit. But um, Callan, go ahead and start off your, your top 10 tight ends. We always, we, I think all three of us have already said Travis Kelsey's name. It's pretty obvious, right? I agree. Yeah, Travis Kelsey is obviously the one that's going to stand up. Like I said, he had last year, he had 267 fantasy points, only below Diggs Tyreek Hill and Adams with 307. Ridley was next. Calvin Ridley, the Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, at 243. So it shows you how important and how productive Travis Kelsey is. He's as important as any number one wide receiver almost. Then I have I have Darren Waller number two. Okay, make I sure make sure you he, pause. Make sure you pause after every one. We're going to go around and we're going to see if everybody agrees. So Spank, you agree oh, on number I one? I agree with Travis Kelsey, number one, yeah. Yep, I do too. I, I don't know, though, real quick about Travis Kelsey, guys. Has health ever been an issue for him? I mean, I've seen a couple of things where there was a there was something where he was sitting out a, a couple of a training days, wasn't there? I think it's more of a conditioning, more of a just a, you know, he knows what he's doing already. He's established himself. It's more rest days to me. Okay, okay, very good. Number two, tight end, Callan, who do you got? I think it's Darren Waller. I think it could be George Kittle, but just in my opinion – San Francisco tends to run the ball more. Shanahan does things with his running backs a lot more. And I just like the idea of Darren Waller almost being their number one receiver, much less tied yeah. in. And I think he's going to be very productive this year. Spanky, who do you have at number two, bud? He's got them both. He, he named both of them. I got George Kittle at two and Waller at three just because of the quarterback situation. Even in San Francisco, there's a quarterback uh, battle going on. Yes, Garoppolo has it for now, but we'll see. Darren Waller still, his numbers speak for themselves, and but it's 2-3. It just depends on your liking of the rest of the system that 
you know, those guys are in, but they're interchangeable. Yeah, you know what's funny is uh, looking at uh, some of these mock drafts from these experts, quote-unquote, online, you know, Travis Kelsey is a Tier 1 by himself, and then you've got Darren Waller, George Kittle, both those guys at two and three, they're—I mean, it's like a fifty-fifty split. They—they just—it—it—they're basically number two and number three, but but flip-flopped in every draft. I mean, it's just like it's just you know, they're, they're, it's pretty much an even draw there for Darren Waller and George Kittle. So I assume George Kittle was number three for you, Calvin, at number three. I, I believe yes, he's at number three. He didn't have—he got hurt last year, so there is some a little bit of injury concern. And last year, he didn't have enough numbers to, to list what he had. So they, I just use what they say he thinks they, they think he's going to get, and that's 254 fantasy points, which, which is somewhere right around uh, Hopkins, Ridley, those guys. And then with me saying Waller first, he had 232 fantasy points, and that's around Je- uh, Justin Jefferson, DJ Metcalf, Thielen, so it shows those two guys are pretty pretty important when it comes to a league that has to start a fantasy tight end. What do you got, Spank? Who do you got there at number four? I went with Mark Andrews myself. Uh, man, and so let me preface my my picking of this just because I base all this off of a lot of the offense. I think Baltimore is going to have an exciting offense. That's why Andrews is there for me. I also have. Andrews at number four as well. Um, I'm so, you know, Andrews to me, I had him on two of my fantasy football teams, guys. And Mark Andrews in Baltimore, listen, uh, I really honestly think with that offense there, he's, he's, I mean, he tied Marquise Brown, let's just be honest, for the team lead in receptions. So when, when a tight end is getting targeted, that is what you want. You want the tight end to get thrown at. And that's the main thing I look at because I really kind of used to be on that bandwagon of picking up a tight end every week. <laughs> Just like a, I could pick up a kicker and a defense every week. But I would always look at the tight ends that were going to get targeted the most. So I have Andrews at number four as well. Uh, but again, we're, we're speaking about a different tier now. That's, that's, I think, again, a big, it's a big difference between Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, George Kittle, now Mark Andrews. Who do you have at number five, Calla? Pitts from Atlanta, the rookie, he wow. has the potential to be those other guys. Sometimes I don't like the draft potential, but he's got such upside. He's such an amazing athlete. And with their loss of Julio Jones, he's definitely going to be a big target for Matt Ryan. Spank, who do you got, buddy? I wouldn't know a faint, 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 wow. faint, really? I you, well, I, well, here's my thing. Denver is under Teddy Bridgewater now, if I'm not mistaken. Please correct me if I'm wrong on that. But I wasn't I, – I looked at Kyle. I didn't dive as deep as, as Kalna did. But, like I said, it, it gets a different team. I don't want – if I'm, 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 I'm basing this, that I'm forced to have to start it. That, that was my approach. I don't like it. I made that clear. But I like Teddy. Maybe, I don't know if it's a Teddy thing. I think Teddy will bring a lot more to Denver's offense than – and will help Noah myself. I I don't know why Kyle Pitts, but wow, that's well, a, that'd be a nice little side bet, maybe. This is where we're starting to get off track here a little bit with agreeing on things, and that's okay because I'm going to throw back something Calna said earlier, and I don't know, and you've said Kenny Galladay's name a lot uh, in in text messages. I don't know if that's like your new boy or something, but um, you got to look at Detroit. I don't know how to spell his name, but you got to look at Detroit, okay, and look at who they lost. 
Galladay, Jones, Amendola, gone. TJ Hawkinson, the tight end there, was huge um, last year. This could be this could be his. What, what's that? Or Matt Stafford. Well, no, I but see, I don't think so. I I, I think golf is gonna be okay with TJ Hawkinson. Golf loves throwing to his tight end. So I've got I've got Hawkinson at number five. And then to kind of just, I guess, piggyback off of what you guys have been saying, I I do have the players that you have. I have them at six and seven, but I've got them in a tier three. But to stay on track, who was your number six, Kalna? Hawkinson. Okay. I agree with that completely. He's going to be his only in big target. I mean, everyone else is left. Swift is there as a running option. But, I mean, to me, he's going to be the red zone threat. Uh, threat. He's going to be a security blanket kind of for golf, who definitely needs one, in my opinion. Spank, who do you got at number six, bud? I went Dallas Goddard. I was a fan. I'm a, I'm a Dallas Goddard fan for some Wow. Reason. I'm not sure. I know it's, well, look at the offense and the quarterback. Okay. You, that's, I mean, it, that's, like, again, I hate to keep bringing a point. If I had to start it, if I had you're, to start You're, you're taking first, Goddard I'm, over Hawkinson, though. Only because of the QB switch. Right. I'm not a fan. Again, it's, it's Jared Goff. He could use him as a safety net. He could very well put up the same numbers. But as you made clear, and I actually had him, I believe, last year in, in the – oh, yeah, I – Yes, I won last year. That's you didn't give me credit for that, but yes, I won in the league last year. I did give you credit. I said, I, I said you main... got a ton of championships. What do you want me to say? Come on. Well, I mean, I, I, if you wanted to narrow it down to seven, that's fine. All right. I mean, either way, right. apples and Very oranges. I don't, it's just I look at the quarterback play and the excitement in the offense. If you noticed, I did the same thing with Andrews, young quarterback, exciting offense. Philly, the jury's still out on the entire offense as a whole, but that's where. Uh, Goddard came in for me, and he okay. kind of hit or miss last week. Yeah, see, he, 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 he's my number 10 on the list. I mean, so Goddard made the top 10, but I had Pitts at number 6 since we're on number 6 still. you know. So we've we've named, I think, Kalna, you and I, our top 6 are pretty much the same. They're just different different orders. Little flip flops. Yeah, but I'll tell you, though, they're, they're, the tiers, again, I think are what's important for me. When you talk, you know, and I always, when, we're, when you guys are trying to, like, uh, jerk me around on trades and stuff, I'm always trying to tell you guys, look, that's a tier one guy. You're asking for like a tier th- three, and you're nuts, you know. I mean, but anyway, I keep them in tiers. And again, I've got Mark Andrews, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts, all in that tier three. I do have Dallas Goddard in that tier three, though, even though he's not in my top ten, just because of what you did say about that offense there, Spank. Um, who do you have at number seven, Calna? I have Noah Fant. Yep, I agree. Well, I, I mean, I don't agree with number seven. But... Spanky talking about Denver. Yeah. Spanky, who do you have at number seven, buddy? Uh, just before we get off the Goddard thing, I also say that with Zach Ertz, I'm, I'm assuming I have some stuff that I've read, and I don't want to say the so-called experts because I'm far from that. I don't know how much shelf time he has left in that on that team. I believe he's going through a contract year or, or dealing with that type of situation, but that's where that also came. Seven, I got Gasecki. Again, young offense, young quarterback. I like the potential. Okay. Wow. That's a big wow. Yeah, I don't even have him in my top. Maybe that's why Spank doesn't use tight ends a lot. Because he <laughs> may kind of not know what he's talking about there. <laughs> Who do you have? Well, <laughs> huh? 
What's that? If you're forced Kalina. to have this to is Kalina have, here. If you're forced to if you're forced to have to start a tight end, that's the thing. I, we kind of glazed over that. What before we go for when your guys' feelings for that rule? What's your guys' thought? Would you rather be forced to have to start somebody that you're not comfortable with, or would you rather have the flexibility? No. The best possible no, we, we've already had that conversation a million times. I don't think you should have to start a tight end. I don't think you should have to start a tight end on, on your team uh, because tight ends, again, they're not even used the same way in every offense around the NFL. Wide receiver is a wide receiver. You know what they're going to do. Tight ends, you don't know if he's going to be a, a reception tight end or a blocking tight end or a, what a dummy tight end. You don't know. So I'm always a big fan, and I know Count is going to disagree with this, but I'm a big fan of having – more flex positions that you have the ability to to manage your team the way you think you, you want to manage it. You know what I'm saying? I'm old school. I like to have to start a tight end because, you know, I, NFL teams start tight ends and they use them, and I always have liked that way. I'm in that big money league that has to start a tight end, so that's very important. And just, just to mention this, Mark Andrews was that Tier 2 starter tight end. You know, we all had number four, basically. He had 157 fantasy points last year. That literally is all the way down to you're looking at Michael Gallup, Jamison Crowder, T.Y. Hilton. They all scored around the same amount of points as Mark Andrews. So there's definitely a huge drop off. But having said that, I think it's, I just think it's, I've been playing for over 20 years and I just like the traditional format. Yeah. And I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer there. I just think if you know if, if there's a league and somebody asks you, hey, you're, you, do you want to be in this league? One of the first questions I ask is, is it a PPR league? If they say no, I'm going to say, nope, I'm not going to join your league. Second question I'm going to ask is, is it a one-quarterback or a two-quarterback league? If they say two-quarterback leagues, I'm going to say, nope, I'm not going to join your league because I don't like it. And then I'm going to say, do you have to start a tight end? And if they say yes, I'm going to say, nope, I don't want to be part of your league. So again, it's not a right or a wrong answer. I think it's just you make sure you join the league that you like and that you want to have fun with. And that's why I've been in the Big Daddy Fantasy Football League every single year, except for one year I think I got kicked out for, for something. I forget what that was. But anyway, um, my number seven, Irv Smith from the Vikings. I think, guys, I'm not going to talk a lot about Irv Smith because I don't think I'm right here. I just think that this guy from Minnesota, I think he's got probably he's one of the favorite breakout candidates uh, in the fantasy football industry. 22 years old. Uh, he's not going to share tar- targets with Kyle Rudolph. That was a big deal there. And, and Minnesota loves, loves to share the ball, passing the ball. All right, number eight, Calvin, who do you have? Robert Tanyan. I, I think he's being overlooked. I, unless I've missed something, to me, he, he, he had a lot of touchdowns last year, and he had 157 fantasy points. And it's just to me, it just seems like he's going to be a touchdown machine with Aaron Rodgers back, apparently. I like him. I had him last year, and he was crap. So I'm, I'm not going to touch that guy. Spank, who do you got, buddy? Number eight. Uh, same, actually. Wow. But I call him Robert Tonian. <laughs> I like Tonian. I like Tonian. Like I don't the like Kalina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, you have to, <clears throat> and it goes back to the quarterback position. So I, I agree with that, actually. Number eight, I've got Fant. You've already talked about Fant. Uh, number nine, Colin, who do you have at number nine? I have Logan Thomas. Who? So with <laughs> Logan Thomas. Are we... Really? What are you, an owl? Who? <laughs> Logan Thomas with the new guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I like to call him Magic because he's amazing. He gets the ball downfield. He's a big, big target, big red zone target. He had a good out. He broke out last year, and I just don't see why with a better quarterback, he wouldn't have an equal year or even better. 
Who do you got at number uh, nine there, big dog? Uh, I went with your guy, Irv Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, it's kind of the same philosophy. You know, the targets are passing offense. Uh, going back to stuff that, that uh, Colin brought up, I mean, it's with wide receivers in Minnesota, the ball is going to be fun. But you also got Dalvin Cook there, but that's your guy, Irv Smith. I, I piggyback off of you. Number nine, I had uh, Troutman, Colonel Troutman, ladies and gentlemen. Colonel Troutman. You guys, a, you guys good with that one? That's a, I, I, he's not on my top, well, he's on my top 17 list. Okay, okay. Well, he's got breakout but, potential in the Saints offense. You know, I mean, Saints, 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 Saints. That's all i got to say. Who's throwing to him? Who, who cares? Winston? Who cares? I mean, it's just it's the Saints. You know the ball's going to be in the air. That's all I'm saying. Number 10, your final tight end position. Who is it? I have Jared Cook. I like it. I like it. He went to San Diego. Hunter Henry left. they got to have a tight end to throw to. And I think Herbert is the true – I think he's going to have a really big year at quarterback. And I just think he'll be a good red zone target. You won't get a lot of receptions out of him probably, but you will have a, a very, very good and dependable red zone threat. Nice. Spank, who do you got at number 10, wrapping up your top 10 tight end list? You took Jared Cook. He's got the nickname Frying Pan Hands for love of Pete. My <laughs> Lord. I went with Gronkowski, man. You gotta wow. Have, that's Brady's bud. That's okay. Brady's bud. They're All right. I think Gronk's going to be too busy filming TikToks this year, man, to be uh, doing anything. But I, you know, and I like Gronk. I've actually looked at Gronk in a couple of different uh, uh, prep sites, but they none of them have Gronk, though, even in the top 15. So. Um, I, my, my number 10 is Goddard, Godert, however you say his name, the guy from, from Philly and, and Spank, like you said, that offense again is, uh, you know, it's a tight end offense They they throw to the tight end in the red zone and they love it. So there are your top 10 tight ends from the three guys who, again, are going to make this fantasy football season a lot of fun. And just like I thought was going to happen, man, uh, we were going to, there's no way we're going to be able to touch that wide receiver list guys. <laughs> we will not have enough time to do that. So guess what? Our top 12 wide receivers we're going to go over that next week on our week two podcast week one i think is uh gone i don't know if we should say week one yet because the regular season has a start i guess we'll say um i don't know what, do you, what episode one is that what you say spanky you're the professional podcaster is that how you do it uh no i do things differently because i only got one shoe on <laughs> but before you get too far away from it though we we are seasoned gentlemen so we're, we're in our 40s countless in his 60s, but he's only graduated a year behind us. I would be interested in hearing from younger cats that, that play fantasy football that, yeah. that are joining, that are running leagues, commissioners maybe, and just kind of get the feedback of, of how they're, they're setting up their leagues, you know, this day and age. Like I said, some of my rules in my, my, my old league, we'll call it Big Daddy Fantasy, that's what it is, you know, and they've adjusted to accommodate how the game is changing, how the game of fantasy football is changing. So right, no, that's a I good would point. be interested in some of that feedback. That's a good point. My, my son now, who, who was a freshman and, and is, uh, is playing football, he, was telling, he asked me if we were doing a fantasy football league again because all the, all the high school football players spank. They, they, I mean, I'm sure you know this from your kid. Your kids play. Calla wouldn't know anything about this with kids playing sports. But, um, I don't have so, kids. <laughs> So I know of you know you know that you know you're you've probably your son's probably into the fantasy football thing too, but 
my son asked me, he's like, hey, daddy's like, are you we doing that fancy football thing? I go, yeah. I go, do you want to get in? He goes, well, I'm probably going to get one with the guys from high, the school, the, the football team. I was like, oh, that's cool. I said, well, how do they do it? He says, well, here's what they do. They draft one quarterback, and then listen to this. This is how they do it. I, I, and I'm not saying it's because they're lazy or they just don't want to think a lot about it. But he says, all they do is, it's so easy, daddy. He goes, we draft a quarterback, and then we draft five flex positions. That's it. Oh, wow. That's just kind of goes along with the rest of uh, today's society and that generation. <laughs> oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. But, I mean, think about that. I thought about it, and right off the bat, I thought, what? I go, what is that? But then I thought about it. I was like, man, you can have five running back, wide receiver, tight end positions. So you get your five best players that you think are the best players that are going to win you a game. I mean, and it goes right along with what these athletes are doing now. So think about it. You know, they're doing these seven-on-seven seven leagues, you know, all over the place. They're doing, uh, you know, different. I mean, it's all it's all offense, and they want quick. They want points. They want scoring. And, of course, they draft a kicker, and, of course, they draft a defense. But, I mean, I do you do, obviously, Calna hates that idea. But if you think about it for a minute, don't you think that would be fun just for a little bit, Calna? No. Not at all. It would be parody. Everybody, I mean, that's the top cream of the crop. Everyone's, it's just the, well, yeah. I, oh, I, I don't know. Just uh, like I said, I'm, I'm old school. I'm literally, I, st- I, I drafted Deuce Daly once. I'm if sorry. anyone knows who Deuce Daly I sh- is. But I should have told you, it, listen. Coach. Yeah, but I should have told you, though, it's it's not just a 10-man or a 12-man league. It's two divi- it's, it's two 10-man divisions. Well, that's a little different. I, you didn't mention that. Yeah, I'm so, sorry I didn't I mean, mention I could, that. I could, I could consider that yeah because that was the other thing i said too i said man i said jacks you're just gonna have all they're gonna be all all-star teams he's like no there's there's a lot of teams there's like two 10 men i was like oh wow what do you think spank you like that idea well see that was my are they that's for the season long or they pick new teams each week like uh nope 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 nope. yeah you you have a team and you start from week one on they're they're doing the draft and and he says there's two basically it's the freshmen versus the sophomores um, that's the divisions, and then the juniors versus the seniors. They each have it's pretty. I think it's pretty fun. I think it sounds cool. I think it'd definitely be an interesting alternative, you know. As far, but if it's one that I'm going to sink a lot of time and that into, I don't know. But it's until you try it, you really don't know. But yeah, I mean, and what you said though, right there about time. Jelly beans. What you said about time. I don't think that there is a lot of time for these high school athletes to really focus on it. You know, they're worried about playing sports at school. But I think it's just something fun for them to follow, like the stars, because that's what these younger guys want. Guys, they just want to follow the big stars. They want to watch that red zone and see all the touchdowns. You know, they don't want to watch the full game like Kalna does when he sits there from the beginning to the end, watches the hour pregame, the two hour postgame. I mean, I can't do that either. I'm oh, aren't you the busy bee? What's that, Calna? I said, well, aren't you the busy bee? <laughs> All right, so listen up, Calna. Anything uh, we need to look forward to to next week? What do you think, man? I look forward to you guys pronouncing my name correctly at the beginning <laughs> of the show. That would be my number one objective for next week. All right, all right, sounds good. We uh, again, this is our top ten tight end list and an intro into the uh, Fantasy Football Junkies podcast. You can pick it up at nine nine seven themix dot com. Get it on the Facebook page. That's where it's going to be available. And next week, top. You know, we're gonna. You guys are going to do top twelve wide receivers. Um, there, the wide receiver. I got a top fifty list. I'm sure you do, and I'd like for you to post that on our Facebook page because I came up with the top twenty five one that looks really nice. It's got lots of different colors on it. It's got a picture of Devontae Adams on it. So can you can you give me something like that? I have no idea how to put assemble graphics you've together. Got, you've got crayons. You've got a wife. Make it work. I could draw. I'm okay. a very good drawer. I would love for you to do that. But next week, guys, listen, here's the controversy. Is Devontae Adams 
still the number one wide receiver? That is the question we're going to answer next week. Fantasy Football Junkies podcast, episode number two. What do you think about that, Spank? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm reading a different memo because I was told that we were going to to uh, bash Cowboys and Cowboy fans and people that only draft Cowboy. I, I got a different. I, I, I got in the wrong meeting. This isn't my locker. I did not plan hey, that. Hey, I'm going to tease, though. I am going to tease. I'm going to come up with something each week starting next week. We're gonna we're still debating in contract structures with the uh, actual name of it, but Spanky's pet peeves. There's a lot of things that I've seen in the years that I've done this as a commissioner and as a player in other people's leagues that just irritate me. Don't be that guy. I don't be that guy. Yeah, and I'm yeah. going to give you my pet peeves. You've got to do it in that accent too. But I, I mean, we already came up with the name for it, Spank Box. I mean, that's what it's going to be. It's like a soap box, but it's Spanky's box. I know, but there was some legal ramifications. No, I got it cleared. I, by, uh, I got it cleared. Upper management. I got it cleared. Oh. <laughs> all right, my lawyer says. My lawyer says different. All right, all right. We'll talk Don't about that. Be that guy. Kalna's also going to be filling you in too, Kalna, with what's uh, every week when, we, when the regular season starts. You want to talk about your seg? I'm not actually 100 percent settled on it because mine oh seemed like God. a boomer bust. You guys are killing case. me. It would, huh? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Are you gonna? I can't be interrupted. No, I was just saying you're killing my, me, guys. My my knee. My I was gonna be boomer bust, but there's no real games to boomer bust, so we'll have to discuss and see what I can come up. I could actually do a, a review of the hard knocks with the Dallas Cowboys. That I watched the first episode the other day, and I was quite disappointed because Mike McCarthy, their head coach, decided to start a mojo moment. With, uh, you know, Michael Myers, the movie Austin Powers, and he's got guys screaming out, yeah, baby, as they practice. So I can imagine what Tom Landry's thinking right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Guys, I had a lot of fun. You still sleep on Dallas Cowboys sleep, (laughs) I literally was covered up. My legs were covered up during this podcast with a Cowboys blanket. Brittany made it. My wife won one Shout out to Brittany. All right, very good. Yeah, Spank, hey, man, thank you so much, buddy, for taking time out of your hard, uh, busy day. Uh, Kalna, thanks for yeah, thanks for giving us your, your, your great stuff. I mean, your knowledge, it's, it's priceless. It really, really is. And um, I'm saying that with all seriousness. I can feel you through the phone wanting to, to grab me. <laughs> so, I'm, Strike. I'm saying it with, with seriousness, all right? So, guys, next week. Uh, hey, hopefully you'll join us. Share the podcast all over the place, all right? All over. Please, 997themix.com. Look for it there. It's under the Fantasy Football Junkies podcast. For Spanky, for Kelna, my name is Bonzi. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll see you next week. And uh, guys, uh, have a great, great week. We'll talk to you later. See you guys.